Hey and welcome to Rise of the Savvy Souls, the podcast where we talk all things spirituality, healing and inner transformation. I'm your host, Sarah Flynn, spiritual growth and transformation coach, speaker and mentor, here to help you as you awaken to your soul purpose, activate your divine gifts and elevate into your goddess power. I am so excited you are here and I know that it's no coincidence that our paths have crossed. So with that in mind, let's jump straight in to this week's episode. Hey girls and welcome back to another episode of Rise of the Savvy Souls. I am so excited to introduce you to today's guest, the amazing Claudia Aurora. And Claudia is a professional astrologer, a singer-songwriter and a women's circle facilitator based in Barcelona. After studying at the London School of Astrology, she began to offer readings for both adults and children. She finds astrology to be a powerful tool for self-discovery and self-empowerment, both on a personal and spiritual level, by using it as a roadmap that highlights your unique gifts and talents. So I myself personally have had a natal chart and forecast reading by Claudia, and it was super insightful and really helped me to fully understand just the the true depths of who I am and the work that I am here to do in this world. So Claudia, thank you for being here. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you, Sarah. It's a great pleasure to be here. Um, I do love your podcast very much. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited about this this session. Really am. (laughs) Me too, me too. So yeah, I would love for you to begin by sharing with our listeners just a little bit about you and what brought you onto the path of astrology. Uh, Wow. (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, when I was 24 years old, when I was traveling in Scotland, actually, I met um, a boy, a Cornish boy, which became my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. So, and then the same year I went to Cornwall to visit to spend some time with him. And I've always been very interested in astrology uh, ever since I was quite a little girl. So I I decided to go and see an astrologer just for curiosity. I knew I was a sun sign Taurus. I know I'm a Taurus, but... So I went to see this astrologer in Penzance and she gave me the reading and I was... I was really like... OMG, what is this? I was like uh, really impressed. How come this woman knows me like this? Okay. But also she she also spoke about certain characteristics and of my personality that I quite didn't understand then. Only later later on in my late 20s, when I went through a big change, we can call it my first big awakening. I didn't understand what she was, what she meant. But independently of that, when I had the reading with her, I, I was a period of my life, I was feeling a bit lost. I didn't know really where to go in directions. I was, I needed to fulfill my mission with my music and with my dance, but I didn't know exactly how, how I was going to do that. So that reading was very insightful and very encouraging to fulfill and to go after my dreams. 
And so I did. So a year later, more or less, I packed my bags from Portugal and I just moved to England with my vision well alive. With, I was very clear for what I wanted. I said, I really, I know what I want. I want to sing and I want to dance. And it was like a mantra. I want to sing and I want to dance. And the reason this was, let's say, this dream, this vision was fulfilled a bit later is because I didn't have the opportunities when I was younger. I had very difficult upbringing. And let's say I grew up with a big wall around me. And uh, luckily, I found the strength and the courage to, to jump this fence and, and, and go after my dream, okay? But it was, let's say, my upbringing doesn't support the woman I am now, yes? And the reading, that reading was so empowering, so transformational. I was like, I, she, she was so... She just confirmed me everything I was feeling inside of me, but I never had the support to really trust. And so I did. I just started on this journey of fulfilling my vision, which I did fulfill. And then when I was in Cornwall, 25, I went to, I started going to these wonderful libraries and there was so many books of astrology, like calling me, I'm here, hello, hello. I was like, oh my God, there's so many books of astrology. And I just remember start picking them up and taking them home and, and, and just start studying it, studying it. I was lucky I was working back then in this beautiful art gallery, which was hardly anyone in there. So I was just studying all day, seven, eight hours a day, studying and studying. And I start doing everything handwritten. I was, I was 25. <laughs> And I wanted to understand why, how come she knows this about me? What is astrology? What is this? So I really start to study really almost like an obsessive way, you know. Then obviously later on, I paused it. It was almost like a kind of a hobby. Um, I paused it because I have my music and my dancing and, but it was always there with me in the evenings. I would come home and always have my books. In fact, my library is 90% astrology. <laughs> I always had this obsession uh, because I, I've, and the more I delve into it, the more I understand it, the more I apply it to myself and to my friends and to people around me, the more fascinated I was and how, how powerful and insightful it is and how, how transformative it can be in, in our life. I also believe sometimes there's a misconception about astrology, about like some people think it could be like some sort of fortune telling, you know, fortune telling or newspaper columns, the sun sign, your Taurus, you know, very, this kind of very collective layer of information, which is not astrology in its depth. Astrology is a very, very deep tool which requires many years of study and dedication. Mm. And, and also, in my case, intuition. I also apply my intuition to my readings and my insights. You um, definitely do. I think on our reading, as along with the chart, like I've had the exact same feeling of like, she knows me, she knows everything about me, <laughs> which was quite fascinating. But also, um, yeah, it was 
quite fascinating to learn how much I knew about myself as well, because I was very aligned to the chart and to everything that you shared. But I, um, I want to just go back to your story a minute, because I love hearing you talk about your story. And you're a multi-talented and multi-passionate woman who's a singer, a songwriter, an astrologer. And you've had this incredible journey that where like astrology has clearly always played a massive part in it and really given you the strength and the courage to pursue huge dreams of yours. Yeah. You mentioned just a minute ago, your first awakening yeah. in your twenties. Was that your Saturn return that you are talking about? That's right. Yes. So for the purpose of anybody listening, um, would you explain to them what what is a Saturn return and typically what do we experience in this period of our life? The Saturn return happens more or less around the age of 28, 29. And this is the time where we have to get ready to prepare into adulthood. This is where we leave the kind of childhood behind, the youthfulness behind us and the time of taking responsibility for our life, mm. you know, understanding um, about your authority, you know, about wh- how, how much work have you done on yourself? Who are you? It's a time to understand and question, who are you? You know, are you responsible for your own life? Are you independent? You know, are you really fighting for who you are? Or are you still a very youngster, you know, doing all sorts of things, you know, here, there and everywhere. It's a call for responsibility and for duty within your own journey, you know, it's called, and it could really cause a big crisis. Mm-hmm. Uh, not everybody experiences Saturn in the same way. Everybody has a different kinds of uh, experiences, but there is always a crisis. There is always a sense of identity crisis even. You know, uh, because you are going to be 30 and it's like, oh, my God, it's like it's big. It's very big. And I, I resonate with that so much. That was like my crisis. Oh, my God, I'm 28. I'm about to be 30 and I'm not being responsible for my life at all. So everything that you shared there was a million percent my experience. And I went through a huge identity crisis. And that was when I left my whole old identity and life behind and stepped onto this path so that resonates deeply but I am curious to hear what happened for you during your Saturn return well in my Saturn return I was in Bristol I was already working as a dance teacher and and a dancer of Afro-Brazilian dance styles Mm. (laughs) Um, I worked from my middle 20s up to my middle 30s with dance I was involved in incredible projects uh, very empowering very feminine dance very beautiful and at the same time I was also involved in many musical projects using my voice singing in different styles I was just discovering and I was exploring because I've always been very explorative person and I just wanted to understand to experience as much as possible. When I hit 28, I I went through a big change. I've been through a big awakening. It was not very pleasant at all. It was something connected with spirituality. It was when I understood that I was a spirit, that I had a a, a spiritual team around me. And this is when I done a big detox in my life. 
So lots of people went out of my life, uh, boyfriends, friends that they were no longer serving my journey. They were not supporting in my vision. They went out of my life and it was very painful because I was quite attached to them. And this, again, Saturn is not easy. It doesn't make your journey easy. Say, no, you have to let go. This has to get out of your life because mm. this is not supporting your vision, you know. So it was very intense and very painful. Um, then I was living on my own from 28 to 30. I was very lucky to be living on this beautiful Georgian flat, beautiful place. And then I just start eliminating everything that was not uh, useful, uh, especially people and habits as well. Mm. Those of habits that were not helping me to mature my my vision as well so lots of projects with music i stopped great majority and i just decided to focus on one project which became my brand which was claudia aurora i became quite established as a father singer for 10 years i recorded two albums and it was really incredible i traveled around the world and it was really amazing but in order for me to 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 focus on this vision, I had to delete a lot of people. And that was very painful for me. It was really mm -hmm. painful. Uh, and then understanding as well, how to work with my team, my spiritual team, understanding the pitfalls as well of spirituality. That it's not all pretty, it's not all flowers. And there is very, you need to take very good care of yourself and your aura and your magnetic fields. And you have to be very careful, especially when you're vulnerable which I am, and I was even more back then. And so I had to learn the hard way, you know. Mm. There was a process of elimination and then consolidation of my vision. And after that, I became more empowered and to manifest what I then wanted to manifest. And I did. And, uh, and also what was very interesting when I was 29, it was the period of forgiveness as well, of forgiving myself for my decisions, of forgiving my parents, of forgiving them, understanding why, why I chose them to be my parents. Only then I had a clear understanding why I experienced what I experienced, you know, why they are in my life, why they are my parents. So there was a a period of forgiveness because I was quite traumatized and I had a lot of um, bitterness and anger inside of me towards mm -hmm. my dad in this case. And then in that period, I, I forgave him. And wow. then I found a release, a freedom. I was ready into moving to my next stage, into my 30s, which, was, which were very amazing years of my life. Very wow. It's so gorgeous to hear you share all of that because I think that is the true power of the Saturn return that or the gift that it can offer us is that ability to eliminate in order to elevate. And I think what you said earlier, it's like a call to action. I feel like it's like it's a, it's a call to rise into service into one of your, you know, your, your highest 
paths in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, as we know with anything, if we want to rise, we have to eliminate, we have to set boundaries, we have to forgive, we have to release, we have to make space. So everything that you just shared there is gorgeous. And it's definitely what I experienced from the age of 28 to 30. Those were <laughs> super painful, but also super expansive years yes. of my life. And if it wasn't for that Saturn return and those years of healing, eliminating and letting go, I wouldn't be living this vision right now, because that was the, the period of time that aligned me to this path. Absolutely. Yeah. So also a question I asked you just before we hit record on this was like, <laughs> are there any other pivotal moments in our chart, like other returns? And you were like, yeah, like there's many, but they happen at different stages in our life. And I think you were sharing that Saturn is like one of the first and I guess quite a prominent one. Um, what else do we kind of experience in our lifetime with these returns? Uh, there is many returns. Um, the second big one, I can speak for myself. Uh, by experience, at 42 years old, you experience another major change, which can start giving you hints of change at 40 years old, but it hits the peak at 42, which is the Alpha Uranus return, the midlife crisis. So the first call, which is a Saturn return, it's basically calling you, are you on your path? Are you, are you fulfilling your path? Who are you? Is all these questions, you know, what are you doing with your life? You know, and it kind of puts you on track. If you hear it, obviously you need to hear it and you need to respect it because when you don't hear the first call, the second return, which is in this case connected with Uranus at 42, it can be very big and very, it can turn your life completely upside down. Okay, because you didn't hear the first call and you carry on there blindly living a life that's not connected with your true purpose, with your mission, with what you are here to accomplish. So when you hit 40 or between 40, 42, another big crisis can appear. And it's a a wake up call again. Okay, you're 42, you are midway through your life. What have you done with your life? What have you achieved? Are you in tune with yourself? So sometimes this is, we call it a crisis because sometimes people, when they get to this age, then they get a panic. They have a sense of panic. Oh my God, I haven't done this. I haven't had a child. I don't have a partner. There is this all sorts of like panicking, you know, and uh, and it's very, it's okay. It's interesting for, it's important for us to really calm down and to really look into ourselves, into our life, because we have now a great uh, opportunity to transform our lives completely and to take it in a direction that we want to go. But this is a period that is very important, mm. these 40s. It's really, really massive. <clears throat> this is what I experienced myself. Again, another huge turn in my life, which, is, which made me, Uh, dedicate myself to spirituality and use astrology as a tool to help uh, others on their mission there's many there's many tools I also study all the tools but astrology is for me is what it resonates Um, 
and uh, and it makes you be more selective and it makes you be more mindful of again what is not necessary what is not uh, uh, supporting your vision again a period of elimination it could be a divorce it could be a change of job completely change of direction in career but there is normally a big crisis around this age you know uh, because we come to understand that we are not young very young anymore you know we don't have <laughs> that youth that energy we once had and um, so it's time to 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 make the the right decisions so in order for you to make the right decisions it's very important again to you understand yourself who you are what's your missions you know and uh, what's what's what are your talents? What are your gifts? What in this case your chart is is calling you to fulfill a mission? Do you know what it is? Do you know what you're here to do? Mm. Um, do you know what's your difficulties? What's your challenges? What you are here to learn? And uh, and so there is these different cycles along in yeah. astrology. Uh, in astrology, astrology, that it's important for you to be in tune with. So. Apart from that, when you have a reading, in this case, a natal chart reading, explored, then you can also understand, you will understand yourself on a deeper level. You will give you a lot of insight of your personality, but not only on a psychological level, as well on a spiritual level. You know, I like to mix both spiritual and psychological astrology. And then understand um look for solutions look for what can you do from now on what what wh where are you at now so this is what the forecasts do what are you doing now this is being activated this is maturing who are you you know and um yes yeah, so this is uh, it really is like a like a roadmap of deeper self-awareness and I feel like those returns, those calls to action of the universe, just gently nudging us <laughs> is really needed. We kind of need these little, little or big crises along the way to really prompt us to do the work, to take a good long look at ourselves. Otherwise, when would we do it? And I guess, yeah, you know, when you are aged 40 to 42, like you are slowly beginning to pivot into a different um phase of your life so we do need to revisit well who are we now at this stage you know what direction are we going in now and where do I need to eliminate in order to pivot and align again to my highest path as we go into the next phase of my life so I think it's kind of cool that just even in the universe this is all orchestrated divinely um, and we feel it intuitively which is nice so yeah, I loved you sharing all of that. Thank you, Claudia. I I want to know, um, what does astrology mean to you? I know that there's many different ways of how people can perceive astrology, but I know that you're very passionate about helping people with it on an individual level. And I would love for you to share with the listeners what astrology means for you. Well, the, look, the way I look at the... Uh astrology chart which what I call our unique will it's our unique will of of talents of gifts but also shows our challenges 
and our difficulties and what we are here to transform and to master. Now, I see astrology, our natal chart, as a backpack. Is what we bring with us into this life, you know, what we bring here to manifest, again, our mission, you know. But I also believe that once you understand who you are on a deeper level, both psychological and both spiritual level, you will then have to take into consideration your conditioning, your early conditioning. So let's say, did your conditioning support you, encouraging you to manifest who you are, or did it cause delay, okay? Because when it causes delay, sometimes we need to find the strength to overcome those obstacles in order to manifest who we are. And they could be take a bit longer time than other people. Some people are very in tune with their chart. Some people are not as in tune because they were conditioned, you know? Mm -hmm. So we, all, we always have to take this into consideration. So the chart for me, it is, uh, um, it is again, a, a deep tool for self-knowing yourself, for, the, for deep understanding for understanding, for knowing yourself in a very deep level. And also it can cause an awakening. Many times I have clients who, who go through awakenings, like, oh my God, I always felt this, but I never really listened to it or paid much attention, or it can be a great revelation to some, you know, for others can be more like a confirmation, but there is always things to learn. Mm. There's always things to learn from a chart. It's a never, almost never-ending story. Now, for example, when I do natal charts for children, which is a tool for parents in this case, is a different kind of reading. It's more sensitive reading. It's a, it's a more delicate reading. I think it's it's incredibly powerful, both for the parents and for the child to understand who they are, their uniqueness because I speak for myself. If my parents had my chart reading when I was a little girl, things could have been very different for me. Uh, I would be possibly putting in a dance school or music school when I was very little. Mm. And they just didn't really know who I am. I never been recognized for who I really was. And, um, and, and of course, later on, when I understand the power of uh, astrology and the natal chart, and how much insight can give you and how, how powerful it can be for your development and also for your spiritual self-development in many, many ways. It can really help to smooth the journey. It can help to encourage a child, to understand the child, to, to in, in manifesting their gifts and their talents and also understand their challenges and their difficulties because it's not just all pretty there is difficulties there is challenges to 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 overcome and to to live uh, so for me this is the the chart the chart offers you opportunity to really know yourself and um and obviously when i give readings i also add my my insights my intuition into coaching the person into um their optimal um solutions or options into fulfillment of their of their unique journey 
and wow. uh, every every chart is unique it's mm. absolutely unique it's so powerful and I'm sitting here just like of course like when you talk about was the conditions supportive of who you truly are or was there a delay in you understanding who you are because the conditions were not right it's like for any parent to have that insight about their child through their astrology and their natal charts that's just like so powerful so powerful to fully understand who your child is their strengths their gifts the things that they may be challenged with as well Mm -hmm. so that they can nurture and provide the the right conditions for that child to thrive and I think it just gives us that reminder of how unique and individual we all actually are and that what works for one person does not work for all and I think the beauty about where we're at right now on the planet is where it's becoming increasingly obvious just how unique everybody is and that one thing does not fit the rest of society anymore. Exactly, exactly. I think it is a wonderful tool to, uh, to help you navigate, to help you understand yourself and also the child um, because children are the future and the more you encourage them to be who they really are, you know, without wanting to impose ourselves on them or our vision on them. They are unique. They are unique and they come with their unique patterns, with their unique karma as well, with their unique lessons to be learned. We cannot prevent a child from learning certain lessons, you know. But for me, the chart is more about understanding them and encouraging them on their journey, understand their temperament, their needs, you know, and obviously when we speak about astrology, a child is not just, Taurus or Libra that's only the sun sign you have to look at the moon sign you have to look at the Mercury so you have to look about everything the way they communicate what's their needs on, on an emotional level which is connected with the moon the moon is connected with our emotions with the way we nurture ourselves our deep needs our heart so it's so important to understand the moon in a chart sometimes even more than the sun especially yeah. with, a, with a child, which is very influenced by the moon until they're seven years old. And, and even for us to understand the moon, for example, um, I'm Tori, I'm Taurus, my mom is Taurus as well, but we are very different because we need to, when we look at the chart, we have to understand some people are more moon orientated, for example, other people are very sun orientated. It's uh, there is so many factors that you have to take into the consideration, and um, that are going to make this person. And uh, so that's why everybody's totally unique. Everybody mm. is unique, and they have the unique strengths. And 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 the, the astrologer, it's what is here to to, inter- to yeah to make the interpretation of this symbolic mm. chart. Um, I think everybody's unique. I am covered in chills just hearing you say all of that because when we talked about the Saturn return earlier and we said how that is a call to action and a call to seeing how aligned you are to your truth. And I know personally for me, that was a huge crisis in my life because I was so far from my truth. And I guess it's that realization that there is a, there was a huge delay there in me fully understanding who I was 
And so, yeah, the conditions were not right for me to be the truth of who I was. And it took that Saturn return for me to reevaluate everything as an adult myself and go on that path of self-discovery to figure out who I was. And I think everybody listening will probably resonate with this as well, because it wasn't so obvious in the past how unique all of us were. But I feel like now going forwards for the children of the future, for the new generations, like what are we waiting for? Like we know now, we know how unique we all are. We know that tools such as astrology can give us insights into a child's highest purpose and path and what they're here for from the get-go. So there's almost like no excuses anymore. Like we, we know what we can do to utilize these tools to really nurture the generations of the future, which is in turn creating that new earth that we all dream of. Absolutely. Absolutely. Creating a new earth and uh, it's already starting with this mm-hmm. new age Aquarius, um, obviously uh, on an astrological level in uh, in december beginning of december 2020 we had a great conjunction in aquarius which is the the, the little seeds now for the new for the beginning of a new community of of respect as well for one another respecting for each one's individuality each one's uniqueness and respecting human rights independently of their gender you know sexual preference you know is about respect for nature as well, respecting for humanity, but also respecting for nature. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's like a new, it's a new beginning approaching, but there's still, there is still a collapse. We're still experiencing at the moment is what we call Pluto and Capricorn. It's still collapsing. It's still digging the poison out. It's exposing. Yeah. And it is still, we still have a bit of, let's say a bit of pain to go through and uh, because there is still work being done you know because in order for a new um, community a new world to emerge the old needs to fall down which already started with you can see that with politics you can see that with religion all these authorities all these uh, old structures which have been so corruptive and manipulative are starting to collapse and until then, we still have to, well, we need to still have to wait a bit, yeah. but it's already starting to emerge. Yeah, I feel that a hundred percent. And it's just like we were saying earlier, as you go through your awakenings, there's a painful process of healing and collapse and elimination first. And we're just right in that right now as a collective. Um but yeah, knowing it, it gives us it gives us hope and strength. I feel to know that this is all for a higher purpose, and to have that deeper understanding of this collapse being entirely necessary, so as that we can um, step into these new beginnings. Um, so, Claudia, what is coming up? I know you mentioned just before we hit record on this podcast that collectively we have another shift coming up in March. Um, could you tell us a little bit more about that? Well, in March, uh, the 21st of March uh, marks the, um, the beginning of the astrological year, which is the Aries sign. And it's a very uh, powerful time for everybody. It marks the beginning of spring. It's all about new beginnings. It's about finding new courage. Uh, possibly you will feel more drive within yourself enrolling yourself in new projects, doing a spring clean in your home, detoxing your home. It's about new beginnings. 
and uh, normally this time it's it's quite important again this is a collective feel you need to look into your personal chart to see how this energy is activating and uh, affecting you more on an individual level um, but it's a really good time to start fresh to start fresh and another thing i recommend as well is to to connect with the moon cycles and understand the moon cycles, not just uh, the new moon and the full moon. Yeah, but understand, for example, we will have like the new moon in Pisces or understand the signs behind the, the, the moon cycles. They can give you so much insight and uh, you can work with them in meditations and it will help a lot as well. And um, and as I said before, even though we are now on the, on the verge of a new beginning, of a new awareness, um, there's been a mass awakening, which is happening really a lot. Uh, we also still need to understand there is still a lot of purging going on. Okay, so we need to be patient and we need to understand that there is still collapse, more collapse to, to be done, you know, at least until more or less 2024 there is still we still uh, astrologically speaking there is still uh, hidden truths that need to be exposed there is like poison is being exposed you see in many yes. levels um for example even if you think about like the me too movement which happened which is very powerful exposing all these this dirty use of power to abuse women sexually, for example, is another example. Uh, all of this is being exposed as well about the mm -hmm. corruption in politics, the controlling, the religions, the Catholicism. So we still have to experience this for a little while longer, but there is new beginnings. There is fresh energy coming up. There is a plan. And I think lots of people are already moving towards this into mm. finding their individuality and finding their true purpose and understanding who they really are and fulfill their mission. I really do see that a lot more and more. Yeah, I, I see, see that, feel that, fully believe with my whole life and heart in yeah. that. And actually, um, I was aware as well that this purge and this crumbling would go on for a good mm. few years. And I actually think that gave me so much strength in just knowing that because it was no longer kind of like, oh, when's this going to be over? Like there was none of this wishing for life to go back to normal anymore because you reach a state of acceptance in knowing that we are in a necessary stage of elimination and this is going to go on for quite some time. So we, the best thing we can all do is gain deeper self-awareness and align to our highest path and if you are feeling drawn to using astrology as a tool for gaining that deeper self-awareness of yourself I highly recommend Claudia and her natal charts and forecasts and intuitive readings I felt like she knew me inside and out and just honestly Claudia like you you confirmed a lot of things that like I had a self-awareness around mm -hmm. but until you hear it said by somebody else outside of you it lands differently when somebody else says it so yeah the fact that you just knew so much about me like my strengths my challenges my vulnerabilities um, my gifts what I'm here for my mission my highest path 
um yeah it was pretty mind-blowing and yeah anybody listening highly recommend and even if you're thinking for your child as well um I don't have kids if I did I would definitely (laughs) definitely be wanting to to get one of those for my child so Claudia I've loved sharing this episode with you and I would love even more if you could share with the listeners how they may contact you if they want to work with you further well, I have a, a page, I have a, a website page, which is www.auroraastrologia, so it's two A's in the middle, auroraastrologia.com. Then I also have a, a page on Facebook, which is Aurora Astrologia, they can find me there. And I have like a baby uh, page on Instagram, which I started very recently. <laughs> I'm not that amazing with, with, with Instagram, but uh, I'm trying, I'm trying. And it's again, Aurora, Astrologi- uh, Aurora Astrologia. And the reason I, I wrote Astrologia is because I'm in Spain uh, at the moment, but I offer readings in three languages, uh, English, Portuguese, and Spanish. And I also have an offer going on at the moment, a monthly offer with my, for my readings. And very soon I will be offering as well free readings on, on the moon sign. I'm going to offer it on the moon sign, but uh, a bit later, this, this will be a bit later. I have to organize myself a little bit more for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, so. Yay. Nice. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. What I'm going to do is put all of your details and links in the show notes. So if anybody wants to reach out to you for a natal chart or to learn more about what you do, or even just to connect with you on social media and learn more about all of the stuff that you're going to be sharing in future, they will have all of the links there to do so. But Claudia, thank you so much for today. I have really enjoyed this. No, thank you for inviting me, Sarah. It was a great pleasure. Thank you so much. You are welcome. So girls, I hope this has inspired you to look deeper into your natal chart and astrology and really learn how that as a tool can support you in aligning you to your highest vision and mission. I've really enjoyed this episode. Please share with us your favorite takeaways or breakthrough moments through listening to myself and Claudia have this conversation and as always wherever you are in the world I am sending you so much love and I will see you next time